Gummer Joe from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from the 2nd of February, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Let's start with the latest updates about one of the largest opposition parties in Georgia, the United National Movement, or UNM, which seems to be not so united these days. Members of the Natsebi have voted to replace party head Nika Melia with Levan Khabeshvili in a victory for the pro-Sakashvili faction within the party. Following two days of voting on Monday the 30th, the party announced that Khabeshvili had soundly trounced Melia, winning 53% of the votes compared with Melia's 40%. The vote was seen as key in deciding the future of Georgia's largest opposition party. Since becoming chair in December 2020, Melia has attempted to move the party away from its past. Khabeshvili ran his campaign on the need to do more to secure the release of former president and party founder Misha Saakashvili from prison. On Tuesday the 31st, Khabeshvili stated the party would leave the parliament as well as the city council in exchange for the freedom of Misha Saakashvili, adding that the UNM would also give the central office of the national movement to the Georgian Dream, or Otsneba, and Bidzina Ivanishvili and start from zero for in exchange for Misha's freedom. However, as it turns out, this statement had not been communicated to other members of the party. Following this inter-party election, one of the chairs of UNM, Khatia Dekanoidze, resigned, along with Dekanoidze, who supported incumbent UNM chair Nika Melia in the voting held last week. Other members of the party have also announced their decision to quit current positions while staying in the party. In response to the resignations, Khabeshvili said on Tuesday he was surprised by actions of his friends and urged them to stand together for ensuring the release of Misha Saakashvili, as well as removal of the current government. Speaking of Saakashvili, on Wednesday the 1st, another trial was held regarding the postponement of his sentence. Misha attended the hearing remotely. He lifted his shirt during the process to demonstrate his condition and apologized to the public for the image. Tengiz Suladze, member of the medical council set up by the public defender, informed the judge that if Misha's weight loss continued and it dropped below 52 kilos, he would die. Saakashvili addressed his children and told them, that everything would be fine. He said the only thing he asked for was to be given adequate treatment and, if necessary, he would sacrifice his life. Following the court hearing, Saakashvili, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky made a statement at the press conference with Austrian President Alexander Evander Belen in Kiev. Georgia, its leadership, whose side are they on today? Zelensky asked while underlining his concerns about Misha's daily torture and reminding the Georgian government once again about the former president's Ukrainian citizenship. Minister of Justice Rati Bregadze responded to Zelensky claiming he should have brought at least one proof of torture while making such declarations. He stressed the practice of inhumane treatment and torture was actually used under Saakashvili's administration and had become a thing of the past, Bregadze added the government always refrained from evaluating the unfair comments made by certain politicians in Ukraine due to its current situation. Moving on, the latest data from the National Statistics Office in Georgia has shown that the economy grew by 11% in December and a bit over 10% over the past year. Estimated real growth was observed in sectors including construction, manufacturing, transportation, and storage while decline was registered in real estate, professional, scientific, and technical activities, electricity, and gas, among others. Speaking of the economy, there was a government-sponsored consultant junket, much quoted in official government press. On Tuesday the 31st, Michael Zadowski, an international investment consultant, said 
on a visit to Georgia that the country was an extremely comfortable place for business due to the simplified procedures for international companies. On a visit along with Peter Ryan, a business outsourcing expert, Zadowski said regulations made it possible to register a business within a day in the country, noting companies needed not only a favorable environment, but also a suitable culture for foreign operations. The consultant said Georgia, and in particular Tbilisi, had a lot of high-end hotels, great services, and fantastic people-oriented services. He also pointed out the level of service in Georgia would easily compete with business services providers from Western Europe and North America. The economy ministry said on Tuesday, the 31st, that Ryan and Zadowski have been invited by Georgian authorities to learn about the country's business processes, outsourcing sector, and study the state's investment potential in the area before providing the information to potential investors. Economic growth seems to be not so apparent for regular citizens who have have to spend much more on basic essentials like bread or eggs, but it looks like the National Bank has promising expectations in this regard. While annual inflation in Georgia has passed the peak and is on a downward trend, the country's National Bank, or NBG, announced on Wednesday the 1st that it, first that it will pursue a tight monetary policy throughout the year to reduce the risk of rising inflationary expectations in the medium term. Quote, the International Food Price Index has been decreasing since March last year. At the same time, international shipping costs continue to decline, and as of December 2020, they have fallen almost to pre-pandemic levels. The NBG said that these trends against the backdrop of a stronger exchange rate are being transmitted to the local market and reducing imported inflation, end quote. Thursday, the 2nd, the National Democratic Institute shared the findings from its December 2022 face-to-face survey. According to the study, EU support has grown to 81%. However, aspirations of the Georgian people come into contrast with the perception that the government is either not doing enough or is doing nothing to ensure EU membership. Moreover, 48% of respondents said that Georgia's economy is in bad shape, while 51% doubted the government's ability to solve economic problems. Besides, one in five Georgians is thinking of emigrating in the next 12 months to seek working opportunities elsewhere. Check out the full report. Take a look at the show notes. Next up, according to a new study by Transparency International Georgia, or TI, Georgia's fight against corruption has stagnated over the past decade. According to TI's 2022 Corruption Perception Index, Georgia has a score of 56 out of 100, up one point from last year. Organization states that a one-point change is considered statistically insignificant. In case of Georgia, this has not improved significantly since 2012, which, according to the organization, means that over the past 10 years, the country has not taken effective steps against corruption. The study suggests that Georgia's place in the ranking is mainly due to a low level of petty bribery, but at the same time, elite corruption and a lack of political will to fight it remain a problem. However, Georgia's deputy finance minister, Mikhail Dundua seemed pretty content with the data. On Tuesday the 31st, Dundua highlighted the fact that the country has ranked above all Eastern European and Central Asian states. In other news, rehabilitation of Varkatili Metro Station in Tbilisi will start on the 9th of February and will last 18 months. The station will close down from the 9th. The mayor of Tbilisi, Kahi Kaladze, said the meeting of the capital's government on Wednesday the 1st, the complete rehabilitation of the metro will cost 13.4 million lati, about $5 million. Lastly, breaking victory 
Henry Kuprashvili, a 76-year-old Georgian swimmer, claimed six gold and one silver medal at the Winter Swimming World Championships in Slovenia on Tuesday the 31st. With his achievement in the 75-plus age category, Kuprashvili has become the first Georgian world swimming champion in the country's independent era. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at georgia at rorschach.com. Nachmandis. Nachmandis.